With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. Before we do any of that, though, overall reaction to Tuesday of the Dallas Cowboys free agency period. Let me know in the chat, thumbs up or thumbs down. It was a busy day for Dallas, and we'll talk about it all tonight. Uh, so, spoiler alert. Just a quick catch-up if you missed everything, if you just got off work and you don't know anything about the Tuesday that the Dallas Cowboys had. Here is a quick recap. They re-signed Donovan Wilson. I'm going to go with the additions first and then move on to the subtractions, uh, to the losses. They re-signed Donovan Wilson. Three-year deal, $24 million. That's eight per year for the safety. A little bit more than I thought, honestly, by the way. I didn't think that he was going to average eight per year. LBE, two-year deal, $11 million. So Leighton Banderash is back in the building. Stephon Gilmore, the former Indianapolis Colt, former New England Patriot, former Defensive Player of the Year. He was got with a fifth-round compensatory pick. So kind of a cheap trade, if you ask me. And... The Cowboys did lose some players, though. Uh, Luke Gifford, special teamer, is now a Tennessee Titan. They also lost, you know, Connor McGovern happened uh, yesterday. There was somebody else. Who am I missing, guys? Let me know in the chat. Oh, Noah Brown is now a Houston Texan, parentheses. And I know that you guys do, probably do not care about this, but I'm kind of excited as to what he can do on Bobby's Slowick scheme. Because he's a blocking wide receiver. He's going to play on a couch and a hand type offense. But that's a discussion for another day. And I think those were the... I think I'm not missing anything. Uh, let me know in the chat if I did miss something. And we'll touch that too. Uh, shout out to you in the YouTube chat and the Facebook chat. Let's see your reactions. Thumbs up or thumbs down to the Tuesday that was for the Dallas Cowboys. And do not worry, because we will get into all of this and we're going to break them down. Move by move. Uh, let's see here. Love the moves on Pi Day, says Jenkins. Yes, sir. Second day of free agency. That's where the Cowboys usually make some moves. Gregory with the thumbs up. Toxic Tom says, meh. Uh, let's see here. Mark Aaron goes with the thumbs up. Nikita Fox also uh, caught a love with several thumbs up. Uh, let's see here. Earl, too, on Facebook. Goes with a thumbs up. Let's see here. Salute to Professor O. Thank you for being here. 
Let's see here. Time to get Dak some toys. This Professor O. I agree. I agree. Uh, but they did, did take care of the defense tonight. Uh, it was a good, good day. To me, uh, let me give them triple thumbs up. I, don't, I, I cannot. Uh, I don't have three hands. I don't have three thumbs. But I can do this. Uh, double thumbs up. Uh, make it a triple for your Dallas Cowboys. Because they did hit defensive coordinator Dan Quinn with that triple gift. And I thought that was huge for Dallas. Because every move I liked, honestly. Uh, in terms of the guys that they re-signed or traded for. First of all, let me introduce to you the worst graphic in ADC Sports Dallas primetime history. Let me let me tell that let me say that again. The very worst graphic in primetime history. And I know that you guys have seen some bad ones here when I'm in a rush. Uh, but I drew this. Yep, I drew it for Twitter. And I was going to make a cute graphic out of it. But you know how it goes. Uh, the NFL free agency period has been crazy. This is what your secondary looks like. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is what your secondary looks like now. <laughs> there you go. Trayvon Vicks on the opposite side, on, on the outside. On the opposite side, you've got Stephon Gilmore. And then at nickel, you probably can stick to De'Aaron Bland. And then Jaron Curious as this big nickel guy. And then your safeties are still Malik Hooker and Donovan Wilson. <laughs> I'm sorry about the graphic. But this is now your defense. And on top of this, you also get Israel Mukwamu. <laughs> okay, I'm going to move the graphic now. You don't have to stare at that all day. <laughs> okay, no, we're gonna back, we're going we're going back to it actually. Uh, because I gotta say, this is something that I don't think Trayvon Dick has ever had in his young career. I don't think that he's got a guy of the magnitude of Stephon Gilmore opposite to him. And yes, you can tell me about Gilmore being near the end of his career. You can tell me that, and I have no trouble with it. Stephon Gilmore might play one year in Dallas and then. He might be done playing in the NFL. This might be it for him. That, that's true. But you paid a fifth rounder to get him. And I don't think that Trayvon X has ever had a teammate that is so consistent, that is so good, and that you can live on an island. Because his teammates, honestly, throughout his career has, what, uh, has been what? Uh, Anthony Brown? Jordan Lewis? I think that Stephon Gilmore is that duo that the Cowboys wanted to have for a long time, and they're giving it to uh, Trayvon Diggs. And I, for one, love that. And there's simply no way to complain about the trade. Like, you cannot complain about the trade when it's a fifth-rounder. Here is why. These are the Cowboys' fifth-round picks since 2000. You tell me if you are more than willing to give up a fifth-round pick for somebody as proven as Stephon Gilmore is, even if you get one year out of him. Because let me tell you, with some of these fifth-rounders, and this is not even a Cowboys thing, this is an NFL-wide thing, uh, you might not get even one year. Look at those names. Uh, Clark and De'Ron Bland are off to great starts. Other than that, who here has been relevant for the Cowboys, honestly? I mean, you might have to go back to 2008 for Orlando's Kendrick. 
maybe Joseph Randall in 2013. But to be honest, I think they nailed this one. And make no mistake about it, uh, Stefan Gilmore might be near the end of his career, but it's also not like he's going to be, you know, a, an old NFL veteran playing well past his prime. He is well past his prime, but he still got it. He was the sixth best cornerback in Pro Football Focus coverage grade last season. He had eight pass breakups. He was pretty good for the Colts. Might have been lost in the whole Colts dumpster fire season. But Stephon Gilmore was always a bright spot for Indianapolis. And this is a cap space move from the Colts. This is not Indianapolis moving on from Gilmore because he doesn't have it anymore. He does have it. And to me, cornerback was a clear top three need for Dallas. To me, in whatever order you wanted to, to slot it in, it was offensive line, wide receiver, and cornerback all day long. The Cowboys still have a need for cornerback, but it's more of a future need. You can go into 2023 with this group of guys and be okay with it. Because going back to the graphic there, uh, going back to the epic high-budget graphic that I put together for you that I spent hours doing, you, you have some depth on top of this. Like you have Israel Mukwamu on your roster. You have Marquise Bell at safety too. Easy can play nickel cornerback if you want him to. Heck, he might even be able to play outside cornerback. This is a fantastic unit, honestly, in the defensive backfield. And I love that the Cowboys also showed us that they were willing to shift their mentality in terms of spending at safety. Because we will get into the Donovan Wilson uh, re-signing in a few moments here. I, I know that I've spent most of this show talking about Stephon Gilmore, but we're going to get into Donovan Wilson as well. Let's see some of your comments here in the chat. Uh, let me know what you guys think of the moves. <laughs> I see you. I see you laughing about the graphics. Oh my God, Moses, Katharina. Toxic Tom says, I knew that times were tough. <laughs> uh, Joey Bella, though, says, better than my handwriting. Oof. Then, then, then your handwriting might be rough, Joey Bella. Sorry. Because I know mine is not that pretty. Joe says, who drew that? I did, excitedly, when the Cowboys got Gilmore. And I wanted to tweet out a picture over at my account. You can check it out, by the way, over at Mount NFL. Um, Billy Renfro says, we have Mukwamu Steel too. Secondary is looking great. That is to me, that to me is the, is like the, the cherry on top. I'm really excited about Easy. Uh, of course, primetime guest Israel Mukwamu. That's how we should introduce him around these parts. But, yep. Professor O says, good news is that we won't draft Deonta Vanks in round one now. That probably rules uh, reaching for a cornerback now, late in the first round. TNP says, um, I like this secondary. Let's see here. Damn, Mo. You used a whole sheet of paper on that, says uh, Toxic Tom. Well, the thing is, and this is not an ad, uh, this is one of those notebooks that you can like, you know, wipe away with water. Here's the thing about me. Fun fact about Mo, all right? 
I'm kind of a notebook nerd. Like I actively use three notebooks in my life. Uh, I'm one of those guys. I'm sorry. Let's see here. Draws a picture of Stefan Gilmore. We want to watch you draw it live on air. Says Professor O. Uh, I will use this as an excuse. I don't have a pen at hand. I cannot do that. Sorry. <laughs> Gilmore will bring that championship mentality. Says Lance Bell. That's also an aspect of it. Uh, he's a veteran presence for some of your younger players. I like that too. But let's get into Donovan Wilson now. What do you think about the value? Wilson is signing a three-year deal, $8 million per year. Were you expecting more or less for Donovan Wilson in this period? Let me know in the chat, and I will get into the single reason why I think that Donovan Wilson was a must for the Dallas Cowboys. I will get into that while you give me your answers. And before I get into that one thing, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net because the ride of the week is here. Freeman Mazda, family-owned business for over 65 years. You can check them out over on their dealership at Irving, Texas. You can also check them out on their website, FreemanMazda.net. And in there, you can see their wide range of new and used vehicles as well as their features, pictures of the outside and inside of the cars. And as we do around this time on prime time, it is time for us to introduce the Freeman Mazda Ride of the Week. And in this case, it is a 2023 Mazda CX-50 2.5 Preferred Plus all-wheel drive. This one, of course, comes with the all-wheel drive feature. It's got Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto. And you can check it out in full detail once more over at FreemanMazda.net. Uh, but I do have more details of the Mazda CX-52.5. It's got a Wi-Fi hotspot, a sunroof, and a miles per gallon capacity of 24 when you are in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are in the highway. So make sure that you... Check it out over at FreemanMazda.net. Let's see here. Did you expect more or less for get for uh, Wilson? Jeff Clark goes with more. Holly goes with more. Um, Gregory, shout out to you, sir. I know that you're laughing at my drawings. I'm sorry about that. Let's see here. Less is toxic, Tom. I thought that he'd be out for a minimum wage. Bruce says, it's okay, Mo. I work around doctors. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bruce works around doctors. That's true. I remember you saying something about it. Let's see here. I think it's just about right. Says Nikki the Fox. I thought, I honestly thought that he was going to sign it around seven per year, six per year. So it's not like I am blown away from by, by the numbers. I just think that it is a higher number than I would have expected to. The two years, the first two years are guaranteed. So that's good for Donovan Wilson. Uh, here's the one thing why I love the Donovan Wilson re-signing. Jaron Kears does his thing. He's mostly this box type linebacker. He can play nickelback as well. He can be the big nickel. He can cover tight ends. He can do a little bit of everything, to be honest. Malik Cooker is the certified free safety 
rangy player who can cover sideline to sideline. And I think, I honestly think this, Donovan Wilson might be the most versatile out of those three guys. And each of them is versatile in their own ways. But I think that Wilson is the guy that you can trust with anything. We saw him have some great coverage snaps last year. We saw him play the cover two zone pretty well. We saw him shot out of a cannon versus the run playing as a box linebacker. He had seven tackles for a loss last year. He also had five sacks because he's a great blitzer. The guy teleports from the box into the offensive backfield. He is a terrorist of offensive backfields. Now, Donovan Wilson being the most versatile safety in a defense that preaches versatility and preaches hybrid players, to me, is huge. And I think this is 100% the front office saying, okay, Dan Queen, you came back. We'll get you Donovan Wilson back. Because we know that the Cowboys like to play three safety looks a lot. Uh, so much so that I actually do not have the number at hand right now, but I will find it for you really quickly. Uh, 22 Cowboys snap counts, because I remember looking at these numbers. This is kind of impressive. First and foremost, Wilson is the second player with the highest snap count on defense from last year. It's Trayvon Dix, and, it, and then it's, it's him. But here's where it gets even more impressive. Dix is number one in snaps. Number two is Donovan Wilson. Number three is Micah Parsons. And then four and five are Hooker and Jaron Kears. So you literally had big nickel as your base defense. That's essentially what that means. The Cowboys did not play nickel packages in third down or in certain specific situations. No, no, no. That was their base defense. Because you had Wilson at 84% snap count, Hooker at 75% snap count, and Jaron Curry's 71% snap count. That is the Cowboys' base. You know, for many teams, it's three cornerbacks. It's a nickel package. That is a new base in the NFL. For Dallas, honestly, it was three safeties. I absolutely love the Cowboys brought back Donovan Wilson. Because you would have taken a huge risk moving on from him. Troy says, facts, they paid the defense and they're going to draft the offense. Man, right now it could look like that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. The OBJ thing looks less likely each day. And we talked last night about uh, the James Later report of Jerry Jones driving the bus on that and how I feel like that makes it less likely. And then James later also kind of debunked the D-Hop storyline. I don't know if you guys saw this. She tweeted out that she had not heard anything on the, the Andrew Hopkins front. She doesn't know where it comes from. So we'll see if something changes there. But I still look at this offseason and I say, there is no way you wait until the NFL draft to add the wide receiver that you need. Uh, they might find somebody. They might say that, you know what, let's wait to, for, uh, for us to get safe flowers or somebody, somebody like that. But I would not like it. I would not like to wait until the NFL draft. Katharina says OBJ is going to the Jets with Rodgers. All kidding aside, 
I wrote an article about this. Aaron Rodgers might hand us another L. Like, you know, some things don't change. Let's let's be fair. We know that Rodgers kind of owns us. Uh, <laughs> of course, that's that's half kidding, but also not really. Uh, but there is this report from Diana Rossini from ESPN that says that Rodgers provided the Jets with a wish list of free agents that he wants them to target and to sign. And that list included Alan Lassard, who is already a New York Jet, four years, $44 million for him. He wants Randall Cobb. He wants Marcetis Lewis. And he wants OBJ. That Rodgers guy, man, he, he's running the show over there in New York right now. And then I know that these reports are coming out. Rapchit uh, tweeted out that uh, the Lassard signing would have happened anyways, blah, blah, blah. I tweeted out jokingly, you know, breaking the Jets are expected to rename their stadium the house that Aaron built, a move that they would have made anyway. No breaking news on Aaron Rodgers at the moment, though. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. But it sure sounds like uh, Rodgers is gone from Green Bay which would be very interesting for the NFC because like there are not really a lot of quarterbacks in the NFC. It's wide open. Like Dak Prescott could have an argument to be the best quarterback in the NFC. Like you could make the argument for him. Uh, everybody's on the AFC. You've got Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Lamar Jackson for now at least. Tomorrow is going to be a big day on that front, too. And even in the NFL draft, the Carolina Panthers have the number one pick. Okay. Number two is the Houston Texans. And then you've got the Colts ready to take a QB, two at number four. So it's it's crazy. The NFC is not, not loaded with QBs at all. Let's see here some of your comments. Uh... Sign Wagner or sign D-Hop, says Lance. If you gave me the choice between, if, if I were Cowboys general manager and you told me you can either sign Bobby Wagner or you can trade your second round pick to get DeAndre Hopkins, I would not hesitate to go get my quarterback, a number two wide receiver that can compete with CeeDee Lamb to be the most productive guy in the position group too. Uh, so that, to me, would be an easy, easy, easy answer. And speaking of linebackers, does not sound like the Cowboys are in the Bobby Wagner sweepstakes anymore because they did re-sign Leighton Van Der Esch. We had not talked about that a lot. Uh, he's not included in the amazing artistic graphic that I put together for you earlier, but Leighton Van Der Esch comes back. It's a two-year deal, $11 million contract. They doubled down on your. They, they doubled down on their bet from last year when they gave him a one-year contract and all of that. And I think that they nailed it too. Like, I, I was, I did not have a lot of optimism about a Cowboys signing Bobby Wagner. He wasn't even included in my free agency predictions, as you guys know from earlier in the week. But I will say. I'm not against the LBE contract at all. I actually like it. I think it's a cheap contract. I think that it's pretty in line with what you're seeing from the market. I don't think that they're overpaying him. 
And I think that LBE had a better season than many are willing to give him credit for. He was a very solid. He was very solid for Dan Quinn's defense. He was rangy. I don't think that he had gap integrity problems, as many claim. I mean, was it perfect? No. Was he a pro bowler type linebacker? Nah. But he was decent, and sometimes that's what you need. Plus, he has been the communicator for the Cowboys' defense for a while, and I like having him back on the roster. I think that if you lost LBE in this free agency period, then you would have had something to worry about at linebacker. Uh, Anthony Brown, uh, Anthony Barr, excuse me, has not been re-signed. Neither has Anthony Brown. But I will say about Anthony Barr, I wouldn't bet. I, I wouldn't bet on him coming back. In my free agency predictions, I did not have Anthony Barr coming back. Uh, by the way, quick recap of those predictions: Cowboys getting their number two wide receiver has not realized itself. Uh, number two. The Cowboys will cut Ezekiel Elliott. No decision there yet. Number three, the Cowboys will re-sign Donovan Wilson. We got that one right. And then number four, the Dak Prescott extension. We're waiting on it. And then for the predictions of free agent by free agent, the decisions that we've heard about is Leighton Van Der Edge coming back. Yes, we got that one right. Connor McGovern coming back. We've got that one wrong because he's a Buffalo Bill now. Noah Brown not coming back. We got that one right. And it sounds like we're going to get Dalton Schultz's prediction right, too. Not a surprise. And it sounds like we're going to get Dante Fowler's decision wrong. Because I said no to Dante Fowler. But it sure sounds like they're trying to sign him. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, there's there's some whispers out there. I don't remember who are the reporters tweeting this out, but there have been some reporters uh, indicating that the Cowboys are trying hard to get Dante Fowler back. You can never have too many defensive ends, so I wouldn't complain about that. He signed a minimum contract, if I'm not mistaken, so I would expect that to be the case again if he does come back. Let's see here. Bruce says, do you think that Noah Brown's numbers will be worse in Houston? Uh, Receiving-wise, probably. Receiving-wise, probably. Uh, but I will say the Houston Texans have Bobby Slowick as their offensive coordinator. He's from the Cal Shanahan coaching tree. So I am low-key excited about seeing if he's more involved than many would think because he can be a very good run blocker. Right now, the Texans have Robert Woods. They have Nico Collins, Brandon Cooks. So there are some names in there in Houston. Uh, this is a hot take that I came up with today. Uh, they're not out there, so they're not out there yet. So I don't know if these will hold up. But I might be willing to bet the over on the Houston Texans win total when it comes out. I might be willing to do that. Let's see how low it comes out uh, when the time comes. The Texans low-key might be getting together a like a, a below-average roster, but their win total might come out as one of the worst ones in the entire NFL. I might be willing to bet on that, on the over. They traded for Jack Mason. It's a good guard. They still have Laramie Tunsil. He's a good left tackle. I don't know, just thinking out loud here. 
All right, we're about to get out of here, but let me read some of your comments. Uh, we need sign Hankins, says Mark Aaron. Jonathan Hankins is a decision that really intrigues me too. Shout out to Professor O. He's doing the, the work in the chat. He's giving us updates. David Montgomery to the Lions, and now it's uh, Chief signing 49ers defensive lineman Charles Omenihu. Let's see. People really sleep on how much Dak made wide receivers like Noah Brown and Wilson better, says uh, I'm Havoc. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. I don't think that Dak Prescott has had the wide receiver corps and many claim he has had. Like ever, probably. The Texans will go from a three-win team to a three-win and one-tie team, says Bruce. Probably. Jenkins Gaming says, I say that we call and ask about Elijah Moore. Hey, why not? I, I would love that personally. It sure sounds like he's going to be available based on what the Jets are doing right now. Sounds like he will be available. I'm just going to say, if you're playing, like right now, right now, and I, if I had a pen, I would make this drawing in my in my notebook right now, but Here's your starting offense. We're going to skip the offensive line. It's Dak Prescott. It's probably Tony Pollard. And then you've got C.D. Lamp. You've got Michael Gallup. You've got what? Jalen Tolbert, maybe? Is that the number three guy right now at wide receiver? Or are we going to go with, uh, you know, Classic, optimistic, practice squad guy like Simi Fehoko, Dennis Houston on his second year. Like, for real, who's the number three wide receiver now? Because I'm not blanking, am I? Like, it's it's Jalen Tolbert, probably. <laughs> the, the number two guy. The number three guy, excuse me. And then your tight end. Your tight end. I'm going to skip the name for now. I'm going to skip the name for now. Uh, your tight end is a guy that has not played 40% of the, of the snaps in a single season. That That is Jake Ferguson, guys. I'm excited about him. Yes. He seems like he can generate yards after the catch consistently. Sure. Still an improving guy at tight end that you have right now. That's a Cowboy situation. So it's not like Dallas has weapons for Dak Prescott. Do you enter the NFL draft that way? I say no. That's, that's why I included that prediction in my Sunday predictions about the Cowboys getting their big name wide receiver now. Because let me tell you something. First round of the NFL draft, you are more than likely, if you want to, getting your tight end. Because there are going to be some big, big name tight ends in this year's class. You're not that likely to get your wide receiver in the first round, at least. Like, talking about those big players. I'm just saying, that's. I would be very disappointed if the Cowboys do not get their wide receiver in the next few days, weeks. Let's see. We'll find out. Anyways, that will be it for me tonight on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I appreciate you joining the show. Do me a favor, though. Hit the like button, share the stream. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, let your friends know about the show. 
hit the like button. Check out the website as well, adcsports.com slash Dallas. We had a lot of articles today. Uh, make sure you check those out. There's a lot of content for you to enjoy. Thank you to Ines. Thank you to Katharina. Uh, thank you to Mark Aaron. Ines. He says, Mo, what Mazda are you driving this day? He says, uh, Mark Aaron. I can tell you which one I wish I was driving. The 2023 Mazda CX-52.5 Preferred Plus All-Wheel Drive. You can check that out over on their website. They make this show possible. Shout out to Gregory, to Professor O, everybody who joined tonight. Nos vemos el día de mañana, 8 de la noche. Adios.